Hi, 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 everyone. Welcome back and happy Monday. Happy November 27th. Happy Cyber Monday. Happy first Monday after Thanksgiving. And happy last Monday before December. Oh my God, it's the holidays. It's the holidays. Can you guys hear us? We should ask that question because we had that problem last time we were like on here together. So we'll just make sure if the live chat hears us, let us know because, you know, we did have that issue. before. Oh my God, I would cry. Oh, your mic up. I just did all of that and you guys wouldn't hear me. Can you guys say if you can hear? I think I think they can. But guys, oh, OK, it's, we're, we're playing with a new box. It, a lot of different tech going on in this house. It's crazy. Speaking of tech, it's Cyber Monday. Mm. So I wanted to tell you guys about a few things. If you're looking for stocking stuffers, we are getting rid of all of our merch on shop.upandatomlive.com. There's a lot of fun things and banner pub rules things. Um, yeah, just some really cool things. Also, so that's shop.upandatomlive.com. You can use the code cyber25, take off 25% at anything there. Plus, I don't know if you guys know, I've been working on a brand with Caroline Stanbury called Bust the Label for like a year. And we have our manifestation books are on sale right now. They're also 25% off with the same code cyber25. It's a great stocking stuffer. I actually use this. I really need one of these. You can, <laughs> you can manifest. It's all custom. It has everything there to like just guide you through a, a better life. You know, before we get into like the, the hot topics and the BS, um, it is yes. true. Like manifesting is such a powerful thing. And I feel like it, it is so important because I manifest the hell out of everything. And even when it's negative, if I say something's going to happen, like guys, I was in some shit the day after Thanksgiving and I came home and I was a fugitive and I was on the run. I mean, you know what I'm talking about? No, I don't. And I manifested it though. Okay. Anyways, back to it. To over 200 in the room, smash that like button, show some love. We did a poll for you guys asking, where do you want to start? And the winning poll was NeNe Leaks. So we're going to start with this, all of the controversy around NeNe Leaks right now. And let me kind of just break it down for you if you haven't been listening, because we have been in the holidays, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So NeNe Leaks, as you guys know, did the interview with Bethany Frankel, the reality reckoning, right? Then they were supposed to do this two-part podcast together that was going to be called Bethanini. It's a really stupid name. Okay. But that's fine. That's neither here nor there. Then after that, Andy Cohen at BravoCon sort of left the door open just a tad bit, but I still don't think that she will be returning to the show, but I'm not sure yet. Left the door open and said that he has room in his heart for forgiveness. Okay. Then she goes on Instagram and deletes all traces of Bethany Frankel, The Reality Reckoning, and that interview. Now, if you guys didn't listen to the interview, if you go back and re-listen to it, because I know Bethany's not taking it down, especially now, she said that she would never be friends with Cynthia Bailey again. Lo and behold, we go on Instagram, and here's NeNe Leaks. I think she said, didn't she say she, could, she couldn't be friends with her like that, but she could still work with her, maybe? She said she could work with her, but they just wouldn't be friends. Yeah. But now you're traveling to Dubai with her? I mean, are they working together right now? No, we they're trying. Well, we that's true. That's true. So we don't know. But now getting back to it, NeNe Leakes, Portia Williams, and Cynthia Bailey are all in town right now. They're in Dubai, and they're there for Steve Harvey's charity golf tournament, right? Which they go to every year. So a lot of people have been speculating. We're speculating that maybe we could see these three ladies back on Atlanta, correct? But... This is something that they do attend every year, but you don't see these three ladies together often. No. And it looks like, actually, it looks more, looking at the three of them looks more like the Real Housewives of Atlanta than 
any other photo that I've seen of the current cast, which is kind of sick, you oh. know? You know, I, I haven't watched the season since um, Bolo. I, I tried a little bit of it, but the current cast of Real Housewives of Atlanta has just left me kind of, you know, I just really bored, you know, just yeah. really, really bored. So just seeing Nini, just seeing Cynthia and Portia together, it's like, holy shit, this is the show I would want to watch. Maybe this is a time for Bravo to invest in, in their talent because I think the investment would pay off. Yeah. Murray, thank you so much. So happy to see you both. Happy holidays, Murray. Thank you. Um, I, I want to ask you a question, Jason, about this because Nini Leaks, obviously deleting everything, all traces of Bethany off of her Instagram and her social media. There was a source who said nothing happened. They didn't have a falling out. She was just clearing out her page. I'm calling bullshit on that. Something happened. Either they realized that they have different agendas. She realized that because she is, she's not a sheep. She's a lion. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. She's not going to sit there and succumb to what Bethany wants. No, 100%. And I get there could have been something that could have led us to believe that. But however, with, with Nini refollowing Bravo and what people were saying that she was just going through and kind of like weeding out some things and That's followers and refollowing people. But I find this just so coincidental that you're taking down all of the Bethany stuff. We're not talking about that. Nini looks happier than ever. We're hanging out with all the housewives. I mean, if something is just up and I don't know what it is, it's just, it's very coincidental that this all happens at the same time. So I saw where Christopher said nothing happened. She still comments under Bethany's page. I have people who hate my ass who still comment under my page. So <laughs> that is not, you're not selling me on that one. But Candy Burris did do, um, where she recently spoke out and said that she would be more than happy now at this point to welcome Nene Leakes back and Portia Williams, who was a huge part of the Sex Dungeon storyline with Phaedra Parks, if you guys would remember. So I'm surprised Candy's even saying this. I mean, that's why we don't see Phaedra back on Atlanta. What did she? I know. But Portia wasn't. I mean, I think Portia was caught in the middle of that situation. Portia was technically puppeteered. Right, right. But what is your take? Do you think it's just these ladies are too expensive? Um, if they are expensive, because here's the thing, if they are expensive, now is the time, like I said before, for Bravo to invest in their talent, because sometimes you need to spend money to make money. So if you're going to spend the money on the good shit that we actually want to watch, I think the, the ratings will go up. You'll have a stronger showing at BravoCon. I mean, these are stars, right? Like you said, you saw Cynthia. And guess, guys, I understand a lot of people have been saying to it's like Nini is only in for Nini. She had a problem. She called out racism. She called out this NBC. But now all of a sudden, maybe if she goes back, she's going to be a hypocrite. I don't care anymore. I really don't care. I just would like to see her back on the show. I think Cynthia coming back with her and Portia would be amazing. Keep Marlo around because that's just going to add fuel to the fire. And Sheree. And Sheree. We get that kind of OG cast back. Otherwise, we're, we're kind of working our way towards a reboot, which worked for New York. I think I love New York. I love them more than than a lot of them. And I'm really enjoying watching their season and the reboot. This is where it's headed if they don't do something about it, which could be a good thing or a bad thing. I don't know. I think that we just need to go back to the OG roots. I just think that that would be very, very expensive. And I don't know if the women are going to do that. But honestly, ask Nene Leaks now that once you get a two million dollar check taken out from under you. You might be a little bit more humble going back if they offered you, let's say, 1.2, 1.3. And then maybe you work your way back up. I think that there's a lot of ego. Sure. There's a lot of people who it's feel housewives. like they, right. It's housewives. 
All right, guys. So we're going to end up moving on from here. I'm going to go to my next topic because... Nene Leaks, let's pray. Well, <laughs> I know a lot of people have opinions. I, every time I say that, you know, I remember when we said, what would save the show? Yeah. We did Hot Messy Topics like a year ago when we were in... We're, I don't know where we were living at the time, but I remember specifically... Tommy you said, Yeah, you said bringing back Porsche would save the show. Yeah. Now I think it's gotten so far from, from that. I really think that bringing them all back like this. And, and what are you doing? It's like Nini is teasing us a bit, right? Yeah, but she knows what she's doing. They're I very know smart. she knows, but she also looks really happy. Right. So, but also to be fair, I think that Candy Burris has proved, proven time and time again. I don't think that her shows are very interesting when she's doing them on her own. Like the restaurant spinoffs? Candy and the Gang, I thought was just a terrible show. I don't, uh, you know what? There were, there were elements I really liked about it, but it just wasn't something that... It's it's giving me that like Southern hospitality vibe where I think Southern hospitality can pull it off this season, but people don't really know them still. I feel like they were trying to emulate the Vanderpump Rules situation. Yeah, all of them are. Yes, and and it's like we you can have a Southern charm. We could have a new original concept. I don't know. I wasn't a fan of Candy and the Gang, um, and I, I didn't know too much about the band Escape to. Oh, I love Escape to get into that. So, but then I feel like for no, Porsche too, Porsche's Family Matters that was an awful show. Yeah. You know what I mean? Nene Leakes got blackballed from getting her own show. She was supposed to get a talk show and Wendy Williams came out and snatched that out from under her. So who else? Nobody else has gotten a show. No. Nobody else is interesting enough to carry the show, but putting all of these women together. Yes. Then you have a show. Yes. That was my point. Yes. Josh is in the chat. Good morning, Josh. Good morning, Josh. The hot mess. You're looking dapper. We're <laughs> Jason and I are both over here just sick off our asses. Just trying to re recover from this weekend, too. It's going to be crazy. But Josh and I will be here tomorrow night for Anchor Watch 11 p.m. to cover Below Deck. So make sure you jump in and join us. Okay, sorry. I kept going back to the meanie thing. You wanted to move on. I wanted to move another on. Topic. Okay. So speaking of saving a show, would you, see, would you say, I'm going to go over to the Real Housewives of Orange County, that Tamara Judge saved the show? Hmm. I think it was much needed. But I mean, I kind of guess so. Yeah. You know, because I was thinking, now I'm thinking about the last season replaying in my head, also very similar to those last two seasons of Atlanta, which I was sleeping through. I was sleeping through that last season in Orange County. Then Tamara came back and things just got worked up all over again. Right. So I think it was better. I don't know if necessarily she saved the show. I think there's an element missing there as well. Okay. So what I found to be interesting was Heather DeBro has been gunning for Alexis Bellino to come back to the show. And people are trying to get Gretchen Rossi to come back to the mm -hmm. show. I think that they're both two very, very boring housewives. Right? Okay, yeah. As yeah. somebody who watches. Then all of a sudden, we get the photo that comes out of Alexis Bellino at The Quiet Woman with Shannon Bedore's ex, John Jansen. Now, he had his arm around her, and I wanted to talk about this for a reason. She just... Broke off her engagement with her ex, Drew. And when she broke off the engagement, then she was spotted at Thanksgiving at his house. Well, her rep, I believe his name is Steven Lubitz. You can tell that I've done the pre-records on this. Um, her rep ended up coming out saying, no, no, they're not getting back together. They wanted the kids to be around each other. Actually, Alexis and John have realized in the one short meeting that they've had, Ever since then, they've been in communication that they have a lot in common and they're getting to know each other really quickly. That's what her rep said. So you're trying to debunk the rumors and then you have Steven Lubitz over here who's like just letting us know that, oh, really, his hand was around you for a reason. And what's ironic about it was the night that Shannon Bedore 
got arrested. Alexis Bellino was in The Quiet Woman right across from her. And if you guys haven't been to The Quiet Woman, we went with Kelly Dodd and Rick Leventhal and Megan King Edmonds. And when we went there, it's like the size of a two-car garage. It is tiny. Super cute. Super cute. Amazing food. But it's very intimate. So if somebody is on the other side of the restaurant screaming about you, you're going to hear them. Absolutely. And she was triggered by Alexis Bellino. Because if you guys don't remember, Alexis's ex-husband, Jim, sued the hell, or at least tried to, out of Tamara and Shannon after they said some made some comments on Heather McDonald's podcast. There's a lot of Heathers. <laughs> Did you forget that? Were you going to say to bro McDonald? I was like, wait, wait. They both have listen, podcasts. I, yeah. I listen, like I, like I said, um, someone in the chat just said, I think Brandy said, you know, if it's true, they have to bring Alexis back. I think that if it would, it's true, it's going to be amazing. It would be so triggering. And now Tamara Judge is going on Alexis's Instagram and she's like, hey girl, we got to get together soon. You called her Jesus Jugs the last time you saw her. Get together. You know how to make a show, Tamara. And I appreciate the hell out of you for it. A hundred percent. I mean, listen, great. something's got to happen. I would bring Vicky back too. Listen, you either love him or you don't, right? You, you, lo- you love Meanie or you don't. Is it's Vicky fine. worth the pay? Do you think? I, don't, I think so. I think so. I think she just adds an element to the show. I think that we really need to start focusing before every other franchise like Atlanta, like OG, ends up like New York with a complete reboot, which worked for New York. We need to we need to try out with the OGs. It needs to. It just feels nostalgic. It feels familiar, and it's. I kind of like watching them. I'm gonna give you two options here. Okay. Shannon Bedore, we bring back Alexis Bellino. Alexis is entertaining the idea of this relationship with John Jansen, which oh. okay. So then, obviously, you know Shannon is going to be very triggered by Alexis. Okay, then we're still going to have Tamara and we bring back Vicky. And then you have Heather Debro, Emily Simpson, and Gina Kirschenheider might get canned. I don't know. Right? Or do you cut Heather Debro, put her over on Beverly Hills, bring Alexis Bellino in, dating John Jansen, keep the cast that they had, and add Kelly Dodd? You always say that. I, because it would be so good. And I'm telling you, she's I'm telling you, just like Nini, just like Vicky, just like. Kelly is you either like her or you don't. You take her for what she is. What she is good is good TV. She's great TV. That's what she's good at. I, I don't know if that would be too much. Like, oh my to, God. To put in another season. Like, do we wait one more season? Does it, does it just not happen? I don't know. I don't know at this point. I or, think, or do you have Kelly come in with Shannon and then Tamara goes over with Alexis and you have this whole... Well, Kelly's friends again with Shannon and with Vicky. Which is crazy because they are friends and they're not friends and they're friends and they're not friends. And but it's real arrives a show. I, I just think it would be, you know, for newer viewers who are newer to Orange County who came in in the Emily Simpson and Gina, you know, phase of Orange County. Emily Simpson should stay, by the way. I, I think so, too. When you come in there, you, sometimes you forget about the OGs and how important great they were. So I don't know. It would be kind of that would be remarkable if we had Kelly, Alexis, Tamara, Vicky, Shannon, Heather Dubrow, I think would add a lot. Mm hmm. A lot to Beverly Hills. I do too. I think that she would elevate the show a little bit. I think that she would bring a different dynamic that it needs right now. In my opinion. Yeah. I don't know. No, I agree. I don't know. I just I, think, I think it's kind of like a little dull at this moment. I'm tired of the Erica situation. I'm tired of the, I, I don't know. Is Kyle going to be that interesting for that much longer? Or do you replace Kyle with Heather? I mean, she's lasted this long, so we'll leave her alone. That's true. Um, Lee said, 
Kelly, Kelly Dodd isn't coming back. Andy hates her, I think. No, they actually text. They text all the time and she talks about that. Um, why are Kyle and Dorit bothered by Sutton's drinking when they didn't have an issue with Erica's last season? Hashtag hypocrites. Let's not forget that Kyle outed Kim's alcoholism. Also smash the like button. Whoop. That is a very, uh, yes. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Wait, guys, we're about to get into true. the Real Housewives of Beverly Hills of it all. But I wanted to just kind of say really quick, if we have this situation with Alexis Bellino and John Jansen, this is going to be, we have a season 18 of The Real Housewives of Orange County. We're already going to heavily focus on the DUI and the drinking, which I haven't been on a live since this happened, but Shannon Bedore and her attorney publicly saying that she felt like she got a harsher sentence because she's a celebrity oh, was the dumbest thing that I've ever heard. I'm trying not to cuss. I'm trying to be good and be better for it's the holidays. Dumb. That is some dumb, dumb shit. You got off easy. She, Did you get a little bit of community service? She got up on the wrist. And, a $925 fine. Oh, $925 for her. I'm sure she got paid $10,000 to go to BravoCon. So $925 fine. She has to complete a nine-month program, uh, which is probably like once a week where you mm -hmm. go in and you talk about being an alcoholic. And then... It's called AA. Yeah, thank you. Um... And then, for, and then, you know, for something this conversation, I mean, we've never been, but okay, wait, hold on. All right. And right. then she has to complete 40 hours of community service, which is technically either 10, four hour days or five, eight hour days. Right. I guess. Yeah. Or something. I mean, what do you, what do you need for community? What counts as community service? Are you going to be picking up trash on the side of the road? Is she going to be working at an animal shelter? Like what, what kind of community service? Or is she going to be like, you, well, you they have those easy ones too, you know, that, uh, yeah. And then she has to, she's going to be on this unsupervised probation for three years, which that sounds like the harshest one, but in the unsupervised. Yeah. It means that like literally, so basically what this means is because I asked around, you just, she can't get in trouble with the law between now and the next uh, three years. It's not like where somebody is knocking on her door and they're like, Shannon, pee in this cup. It's yeah, it's so crazy because you think of what could have happened that night where she did, you know, sideswipe the house. I, I thought, I mean, originally she could have killed her. First, the, when I first heard the story, I thought she actually like, went into the house and now she sideswiped it. Doesn't make it better. Not saying it makes it better. But what could have possibly happened is she could have hit somebody else, another car, uh, you know, another house, gone into the house and then again, taken herself out as well. I mean, to say that you got... Uh, that it was a harsh sentence or that it was a harsh whatever that's ridiculous i do want to give her some credit though okay, i'm going to give her some credit okay. okay she showed up to BravoCon. she was right next to the booth next to us and she just took responsibility when people asked her about things she was just very open she you know oh, you were listening I, yeah of course i was hmm. you just sit there at a booth all day you got to listen to something but it, it was very interesting and she's she's still i, I just think when this just happened weeks ago, when you show up, you still show up and, and, and put yourself out there. I'll give her some credit for that because I don't know if I myself would be able to confront the fans and the, the other housewives. I feel know? like I'd be able to do that because I'm so much of an open book already. I'd be like, man, I fucked up. And you know what? I'm going to ask for hey, it. She, and I'm listen, trying to pay my bills. When people, <laughs> I'm, trying to, I'm trying to pay my $925 restitution. I mean, you saw how harsh some of these Bravo fans were this year when they came up to the mic and asked questions and stuff. You can only 
think of what they might say to like, let's say Shannon, if she's in front of her booth and people are taking photos of her and like if someone wants to go off on her or whatever and say something. Well, no, that's true because she people... put herself in the situation. She's like, no, I'm going to show up. Yeah, I'm going to do my job. I'm going to take responsibility. That's the way I felt. But then when I heard this harsh sentence nonsense, I was like, get a clue. Yeah. Get a clue. Yeah. I, I also feel like just to be fair, that is true. Some people have like a set on them because for me, I had one person walk up to me at BravoCon and it was this guy and he was very nice, but just kind of like, I didn't really know where the conversation was going. And he's like, I'm so happy that I get to see you and meet you, but I really love Jason. No offense to you. It's just like, sometimes when you say things, you make me really angry, but Jason, I love. And I'm like, and I'm standing next to Emily and I'm like, hi just say hi how are you are you enjoying BravoCon? because that's so awkward it was just a very awkward situation guys 600 in the room smash the like button show some love have you not noticed that all of them wherever they go to one another's house or whatever they do drink and then they drive themselves home or wherever not uh always a car with a driver it's true i mean sometimes when they show up to those lunches and they like throw a few back it's like are you going to take an hour and some water or what are we doing? <laughs> I mean, I think what, that what's the situation? Like? I think that the new rule now, especially with Bethany, like spearheading all of this stuff is that she needs to, or they need to um, have a car if they're going to have at least one drink. I agree. I think that that production should pay for that kind of thing. I, I really do. Yeah. You know, like if you're going to, but then again, that you look at the other side of it too. No one is forcing these drinks down their damn throat. You know, I think even Garcelle said this. Yeah. You know, she's like, production is not, Oh, Lisa Vanderpump said the same thing. She's like, you've never seen me sloppy drunk all over the the show. And it's because she chooses not to do that. You know, what are you smiling at? What does that mean? I just let's bring up Lisa Vanderpump real quick. Okay. Hi, bosses. Hi. Okay. So I wanted to sort of debunk something with Jason really quick. Mm, a debunk. Debunk. There is this lawsuit. That is going on right now with Lisa and Ken, and they are being accused of not settling the lawsuit and trying to get out of it since they closed down pump. They're being accused of trying to kind of put this lawsuit into the debt that goes in with pump and kind of washing their hands of it. This lawsuit regards is in regards to um, wages and breaks and things that the employees at Sir Pump. Tom Tom and Villa Blanca may not have received. Now, when Jason and I were moving just like less than a month ago, I ended up going to the mailbox because Jason never checks the mail. This is a true story. True story. So I went to the mailbox and I saw a letter from an attorney. That scared the hell out of me. I don't like those. And then I opened it and it was a check. I'm not going to say how much it was for, but it was a check. And then there was a whole letter explaining what it was, was it a for check where you could buy like two dinners or was it a check where we could go on vacation or was it a check like what kind of not with the way you spend money <laughs> i would say it was a check dinner for one just jason it was a check to buy you can go out to dinner the rest of the week you can just keep going out to dinner okay. but not like you're not going on vacation on that check no. maybe it may be like a like a very budget friendly vacation something no yeah the savannah well, i just Airport. want to give people you know an idea of like what what was um, I know you're not supposed to, but you know. Yeah. Then why are you trying to put me on the spot like that? <laughs> I I would say that it's less than a Peloton. 
How much is the Peloton? I don't even know how much. Peloton I actually is. don't know. Can somebody look that up? All right. Anyway. Anyways, anyway, the anyway, point anyway. is, let's get back to it. Loss here. The point is, is that they were being accused of not providing certain breaks and providing um, things for these employees. Now, as you guys know, Jason and I, and I don't have anything to gain. I'm not on Lisa Vanderpump's payroll. I just, I don't need anything from Lisa Vanderpump and neither does Jason. But what I can say is I feel like I and the people who worked with me at TomTom were treated like freaking gold. And if we wanted something, nine times out of 10, they would give it to us. And it wasn't really Lisa and Ken that we would go to. We would just go to someone like Jason, who was the manager. And the person who initiated this lawsuit was a server. Mm. Now, the thing that people don't realize if you haven't been in the hospitality industry is if you are serving tables and you ask in the middle of your shift for a break, your section is probably about five, six tables. Well, that section is going to get sat and another server is going to have to take them. So then once they sit three tables in your section and another server takes them, then they get your tables for like the next hour and a half. And you're losing a lot of money because you wanted a 15, 20 minute break. So nobody asked for them. They would just get their drinks before work or drinks after work. You know what I mean? Like this shit didn't exist. Yeah. The thing is too, it's when you're working, I try to explain this to a lot of, of people um, too. When you're working at a Vanderpump establishment, like Sir, I'll, I'll just name the three because the Vegas is very different. That's like unionized and, and everything like that. So Caesars is in control of those restaurants. However, when you're working at least at Vanderpump establishment, some of those shifts were laughable. Like, I had service and bartenders who would come in for three, four hours and make hundreds of dollars, you know, hundreds. And then I if know. you're under, you're not staying that long. You actually don't get a break at certain times. So it's, it's just, it really depends. I just didn't, I didn't have this experience when I worked at Sir, and I didn't have this experience. Well, I'm going to tell you another thing too, and I'm not defending anybody because there's been a lot of lawsuits and, you know, towards them and some have been probably, there was, uh, there was that, uh, sorry, there was that one lady t- 10 years ago at sir the one who used to put our tips in the envelope mm. and she got caught stealing people's money that's different but that's not that's the different. owners yeah that's not the owners um no like there has been i'm sure legitimate cases and stuff but there are some very unhappy workers mm-hmm. you know who like won't show up for a shift or get really drunk on a shift or whatever and then they get reprimanded for that and then now they're looking for a reason to like sue or a reason to do whatever but i don't feel like a lot of people were treated horribly i mean definitely not by me if you worked at pump and definitely not at tom tom no so it very interesting though there are things that might have been overlooked i guess but I, i'm not really sure not by me i think that this was a money grab honestly yeah, but so too. but also i, I don't so i don't want to act as if it, it everybody's experience is different and sure. this was not my experience somebody just asked did Kristen get breaks she didn't have to ask for breaks and she was not giving up her tables. Kristen just did what Kristen wanted. So it's probably why Kristen was not there for very long. Now, the next thing I want to go to over here is Real Housewives of Beverly Hills, since we're on theme for it right now. You guys know that we are getting our newbie, Amory Wiley, and her husband, um, I believe you say his name, Marcellus? Marcellus or Marcellus? Um, Marcellus, maybe? Maybe it's Marcellus. So there was a new report that came out and her husband, by the way, is a former NFL star, a new a report that came out saying that he is being accused of the R word, which I don't want to say on here because of the algorithm. And I just hate that word in 1994. 
Now, the woman who came forward, the female victim, she's now a professor and a sociologist, but she filed the lawsuit in a New York Supreme Court, and she's accusing the Real Housewives of Beverly Hills newbie, her husband, of attacking her in the fall of 1994. And people are wondering, why is she just now coming forward with it? Well, apparently she came forward with it way back when, and when she did, he was the star running back for Columbia University's football team, and they did an investigation and he had to leave for just a little bit of time, but then he was able to come back the following semester. Now she's refiling it because it falls within the statute of limitations. God, yeah. So I mean, she's still, it's such a long time ago. Such a long time ago, but now no, it doesn't make it even it, you're right oh, or anything. I'm not saying that. I'm just saying sometimes we see things that pop out that are very convenient. Right. You know, I'm not saying that. No, no, no. I don't want to say that yeah. at all. I think that I think that I was reading a lot of the comments and a lot of the fans felt that like this could potentially be because they are now on TV. Mm. But then I'm like, that's really disgusting because you don't want to say that somebody would claim something as big as this. That is life ruining. Like the guy from that 70s show. Just talking about this with with the lawsuits against Lisa Vanderpump, though, like sometimes things are are not what they see, you know? Right. I mean, this is a totally different claim. But yeah. uh, no, I'm, I'm, it's a very different claim. I, I get that. And it's it's important because, you know, we've had friends and family members in this situation and it's very, very serious. Yeah. You know, I'm not saying that. I just, you know, sometimes it, the timing just looks weird. That's all I'm saying. I think that you're saying optics are, yeah. Yeah. Optics are that's, a little I mean, listen, that's not saying that nothing happened. You know what I mean? Yeah, I'm just saying. Well, and then we have that guy from that 70s show who's now spending, what, 30 years in prison? So, I, I mean, I guess you don't know, but Anne-Marie Wiley's about to come in this week because we're going to have the dinner party from hell part two. Mm. This is going to be the weed-infused, cannabis-infused dinner where we're going to have Camille Grammer, Faye Resnick, Denise Richards. Denise Richards. <laughs> we're going to have Cynthia Bailey. <laughs> And the housewives, plus Anne-Marie Wiley, who is coming in. And she's going to be very controversial because her husband speaks a lot about out a lot about the trans community, a lot of communities, um, athletes and sports and what those genders should look like for you. all of the things. Her husband has no problem speaking out about them. So it is going to be very controversial. And I'm very shocked that Bravo once again casted another figure who is going to be this controversial. Like we've had going up against the Southern District of New York, housewives going to prison. Your husband was running a Ponzi scheme. This guy's being accused of the R word. What the? I who is know. the casting department? Tracy, I want to agree with your comment here. It could be seeing them on TV has triggered her. And that's true because it's sometimes, I mean, not sometimes, that doesn't go away. Yeah. You know, so this, that also is a very, very valid and, and great point. Yeah. I mean, um, I don't, I'm not really excited for Anne-Marie. No, I don't really, no, I don't care. I, I just, when someone random comes into the show, that's, who is she a friend of? I think they're saying Kyle. Since when? We've watched Kyle for 13 seasons. Like when has Anne-Marie been her friend that we've seen, you know, to bring her on the show? Right. I, I don't know. I just don't like when they try to push like a new housewife because they're like, oh, let's put this person in. You know, they just for fun. And we know you for know? a fact that they they do this because Ebony K. Williams, after she realized that she had nothing to lose and she was not going back to Roni, she came out and said that she was never friends with. What is the girl's name? 
the you know, Leah McSweeney. Yeah. She said, I was never friends with her. And if you guys remember the way we were introduced to Ebony was her and Leah just randomly meeting up in the park. And she's like, Hey girl, how are you? And it's like, we're not buying this. And for Anne Marie, it might be the same thing. It might just be, she has the opulent lifestyle. Her husband's very controversial and she might've had the right interview with production where she could have sold to them. That's true. I will say whatever you want me to say. I will be a producer's darling and I will rip them all new asses. Uh, yeah. She could have done that. Yeah, that's true. Um, I just think like we were talking about earlier, I think Heather Dubrow is a better choice to put on on Beverly Hills and, and keep it going. I it It's really, really hard to introduce a new housewife. It's really, really hard. Yeah, but also I think with Lisa Rinna being out, and her being the main villain, you need a villain, which I feel Sutton Strack is doing very good, her and her vodka this season. They are great villains together. It's kind of like Giselle and Robin, um, except Sutton and vodka. But Anne-Marie comes in, and when she says to Crystal Kung Minkoff, you just use my name in your mouth so you could be relevant. It's like, no, girl, her husband directed The Lion King? Mm -hmm. we, we don't know anything about you. It but it took Crystal a minute to get where to where she is too, right? We had you know, to get like, yeah. We had to get to know Crystal. It took. I mean, they pushed to get to know Crystal. Now that she's on the third season, and now oh my god, here is Crystal, and and that was a push. I mean, she was there because of Kathy, right? Right. So it, it took a minute, right? You know, but when you introduce someone who's not just someone's tag along, right, mm -hmm. uh, onto the show, it, it's it's really difficult. This is difficult. Yeah, you know. Yeah, I agree with that. Joanna Krupa, no, no, thank you. All no, right, Joanna Krupa. We'll move on. Who is um, Muhammad Hadid's uh, ex? She Shiba. Uh, she be good. Shiba Safai. Yeah. Safai. Safai. Yeah. Safai. She no, because no. she wasn't good on her show. She did. Oh, she had she like a wag show. Yeah, yeah she wasn't in a lot of S H I T right now too. Oh, okay. Now let's move over to the Real Housewives of Miami. Then we're gonna hit Potomac, and then I'm gonna share with you guys. A uh, special little video I'm going to drop today. I'm going to give you the video behind it to give you the context. And then I have to film it right after this. But let's go to Miami for a second. So this is what was and this is what is now. We have, she kind of looks like Paris Hilton there. Beetlejuice. Yeah. We have Lisa Hochstein, her new boyfriend, Jody, Lenny, and Katharina. As you guys know, at this point, I don't even want to touch this with a 10-foot pole. But... We have Lisa, who is now accusing Lenny of physical abuse, domestic violence, and he is sharing his side of the story. So if you guys didn't see, let me go ahead and bring up the photo that I shared before. If you didn't see, oh, did you delete it? Yeah, I don't know. I don't think so. Jason's just in here deleting my photos. You said delete from the top. Was it at the top? No, it wasn't <laughs> at the top. Let me just kind of walk you guys through this, and I want to hear what you guys think. So she accused Lenny of physically harming her. And we saw her in the finale last season with a bruise on her arm. So she went back and screenshotted that photo and then shared it. Lenny came back and said, no, what happened was, is when I was walking up the stairs, you were trying to get in front of me and you were walking backwards and you fell and you hurt yourself. I would never harm a woman. Then they were going back and forth about the listening device that was allegedly in the car. This was a whole other thing. Now, he's Jody and Lenny are both slamming each other because they're splitting Lisa Hochstein's $32,000 a month condo. And Lisa was like, you were trying to put me in something cheap. 
$32,000 a month. Now, moving forward, Lenny just issued a warning to Jody saying, I'll see you in court. And that, my friend, is why I want nothing to do with any of this. No, it's crazy because the accusations too. Um, yes, Lee in the live chat, should I watch Miami, y'all? 100%. It's like my favorite franchise. That's one I do keep up and, and love and enjoy watching. Um, yeah, there was a reason we pulled the interview <laughs> too. There was lots of back and forth. There's lots of she said, she said, he said, she said, he said, he said. That is going on. Some people have accused other people going to page six and releasing things. And then the same people will go to page six and release things. It's very, very dramatic. I think this is only going to build into something well, probably just crazy. Now they're saying that Jody was engaged to be married right before and he left his fiance to be with Lisa, which who knows what's true and what's not. Because let me tell you, especially as someone and Jason who sat through an entire interview and listened, it's very convincing. Of course. To hear one side and then you go listen to the other person and you're like, I don't know who and to believe. It comes out later and you're like, you know, so that's why it's very hard to decide to do an interview. It's very hard to do an interview. And then also, you know, what happens with, with Adam and with us a lot is because we choose to interview somebody, it means that we must be behind them or we are believing everything they say. And that's just not the truth. You know, like, if Adam was freaking Meredith Vera, you wouldn't be saying anything. You know what I mean? But it, it doesn't matter. I mean, it, it's just crazy. But this, how many times have one, I been lied to in interviews? One, oh, all the time. What, uh, let's go back to the first one, the first sit down. I, mean, I don't want to say Fallon this, wasn't with Jalen. Jen Shaw wasn't doing anything bad. I, I don't want to go down the list. Yeah, that's not good on the list. And Mary Cosby's, that was a good one. That was very interesting. I mean, he said, under Bob Cosby, it is a cult. Who knows? Maybe that was on the line. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. But yes, the thing is, is that actually we never pull interviews. So we don't need to go back no, to the You also, Yeah, but also too, just to give you some credit, you don't just do sit downs. You have over 125 interviews on your channel, hmm. you know, that, that are really good to go listen to too. Because some people are like, hey, why don't you interview this person? It's like, we just did. But people don't see the sit down ones because we don't make a splash of the other ones. Yeah. You know, so. Yeah. And also these four have enough money to sue each other because they're all on par with each other. Like he has a million dollar mansion on Star Island and he's a plastic surgeon. Jody's in tech. She's a housewife. Katharina is now modeling with Wilhelmina. They are right there neck and neck with each other. So if you guys want to sue each other, then that is great. Good on you. I don't want to be we'll in that. Stay out of that. That's another reason to, you know, there sometimes these interviews or, or what gets said on YouTube is used in lawsuits. Yeah. Right. So that's just something also that's not very great to be a part of because it's not, you don't sit here and build a positive community and then you're all over everyone's lawsuit. You know no. what I mean? It's just, no. It doesn't make sense. When we were, I no, think when we were in Erica's lawsuit, I was like, ooh, no. And we were just mentioned, we weren't in her lawsuit. No, no, no. no. Okay. Okay. So now I'm going to move on and ask you guys, what do we think about uh, NECA? NECA. Love. All right. So far. Are you guys watching The Real Housewives of Potomac? Because we have a new housewife and she is coming in making a splash. Um, how do you feel? I'm not a... Okay. <laughs> I feel like I just jump in with how I feel. I don't really love Wendy Asefo. Okay. I don't. 
So to have her have a match, like someone that she can match up with. And, you know, I think it's just kind of, it's fun to watch. Yeah. You know? Yeah. I think that Dr. Wendy Osefo is a very accomplished woman. And I think that she's she very proud of her accomplishments. She's yeah. And she's very smart. But I think that, I, I mean, I've met her two or three times now. Yeah. And I think that she has a way about like the way that she deals with other people. And if you're not, you know, on par with her or if she doesn't feel like you're worth her time, you're definitely going to feel that. Whereas like if you meet Ashley Darby, Karen Huger, um, even Candace, if you meet Candace, all great. And they're mm -hmm. so warm and welcoming. And I, I didn't really find Dr. Wendy Osefo to be like the most warm and welcoming. And I think that that rubbed NECA the wrong way. And she came in and she was like, stop saying that because we're from the same tribe that I need to all of a sudden like you and be friends. You're saying that we need to have this sisterhood and I don't owe that to anybody. Yeah. That's what she said. Yeah, no, I know. I, yeah. I get that. And you, you don't. Um, just my friends that, who are Ganyan, you know, the whole like every time we hang out or whatever, they're, they're always like, I'm going to my cousin, sister's brother's friend's wedding. They're all part of the same tribe, the same area, the same thing. So it is more of a culture that's just more like this, you know, mm -hmm. like you're my sister, you're my friend, you're my, my family. Right. Um, so I've seen that over and over again, even when, when people don't like each other in, in that culture, it's, it's just interesting. Um, but yeah, I like NECA because, and, um, O street or OST, by the way, thank you so much for your support. Thank you for your comments. I've seen some things on other places and I appreciate your support. I, I agree that, that, that NECA can come off as a tryhard right now, yeah. but it's just fun to watch Wendy deal with it. <laughs> it's just, that's all I'm saying. Can I also say really quick too? I, no, I agree. And I think that this is going to be great TV, but I think that when you start calling people stupid and yeah, things like that, like that's where you lose the conversation. I don't think that anybody it's like, and they do, I mean, they all do it to each other. Like you can't just isolate Wendy or any of the rest of them, but you right. could, but like having someone who's a lawyer, NECA coming in and she's like, what is she a doctor of? You're like, cause four, if you, four degrees, four if you degrees. remember, yeah. If you remember her, her first season, she was all about just flashing the fact that she had four degrees. Now I want to move on to something else that has been debunked. You guys know we have had Tasha K on before on our channel, Unwind with Tasha K. Tasha King and Cardi B are not friends. We all know that as well. And I also have been on Tasha K's channel. Well, Tasha K did an interview. And when she did, she had on this woman who was claiming that uh, yes. she was in a relationship or had some sort of fling with Chris Bassett, right? Well, now, thank you to Philly Diva for posting this. This woman went on and said, I lied. I never met Chris Bassett. I never talked to him. I made the whole thing up. I'm sorry that my actions hurt people. Where is Dr. Wendy Osefo now calling someone stupid? This is stupid. You're sorry if your actions hurt people when you went on when this man is a full father, a husband, he's on reality TV, he has a business, he works at someone's restaurant, his wife is touring, the stress that it could be, and she's trying to conceive a child right now, and you're saying that he paid for you to get rid of one? And you went That's on and did a full interview? That's a lot. And then she says, I lied. I'm so sorry if my words hurt people. You need therapy.
Hey. And I have a code for that. Listen, this five minutes of fame, not even 15, maybe not like five seconds. Is it worth it? It's just ridiculous. People make up shit all the time. It's just wild. Uh, Blanca Marissa Garcia gifted five up and Adam hey. memberships. Hey, thank you. Thank you. That's so sweet, guys. And Julie's heart. Love you guys. Thank you guys thank so you. much. I love this community. You guys are super supportive. You know, we've been catching up on a lot of emails and chats and DMs and messages and stuff. And getting them, we're getting back to all of them too, but you guys are just awesome. We're going to do a lot of members only coming up. Yes. Really fun. We're actually going to be doing like a little members live in um, London as well. Oh yeah. So we're going to be, just to kind of give you guys an update to, actually, let me play you a clip real quick and then I'm going to give you guys an update. A clip. 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 <laughs> Sorry. Can you? I had to shut the hell up. <laughs> clip. God. Play the clip. Okay. Okay. All right. So I told you guys that, and I did a poll on our community tab, and I asked you which housewife was supposed to be coming on today. Well, she's not actually able to join us. She was supposed to be able to join us at 1230. Now she's going to be joining me later, and I'm going to do it as a pre-record. But it's Danielle Cabral, because I asked her if there's any truth to this. Danielle's booth was right behind Caroline Stanberry's booth. So Jason and I got to speak with her and her husband, Nate. Absolutely lovely. Like amazing. Yeah, yeah. Super sweet. I thought she dressed to kill. And then when I heard this, because Kim D has been nothing but nice to us every time that we speak with her. Yeah. Kim D? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Absolutely. Every time I have her on, she's so sweet to me. And I even told her, I was like, you know, stop. Like, like I, I'm happy that she is now putting things on her own platform and she is monetizing it and she is doing things as opposed to giving it away to everybody else. You know, I still want her on in the future, but this is what was said. Thank you to Byway Kilo Drama. Kim D is saying Danielle Cabral brought her glam team from New Jersey to BravoCon where she put them up in a $30 a night hotel, which was 45 minutes away from the BravoCon venues and made them pay for their Ubers. Here we go. Now I need to know. Oh, yeah. Well, are you telling? <laughs> I'm us? dropping it. No, I'm, dro okay. I'm not. You think I'm going to do that to these fools? I hope not. Not to me. Yeah, no. I don't know what you're going to say. So, so Danielle Cabral mm -hmm. had her glam team come in from Jersey, and Four. she for BravoCon. Okay, and she put them in a thirty dollar a day night hotel, forty five minutes away from the strip. They had to pay for their own Ubers. No way. Their mother, she's a mother. And one of the cast, the men, offered to put them in a hotel closer. Yeah. I know. That's a jaw drop. Hmm. A $30 a night hotel? Where? Do they have those in Vegas? Yes, they do. Of course they do. But like, I, see, we could have gone on vacation with that check, Adam. <laughs> Yeah, we could have gone to Vegas for say $30 a night. Well, I, there's been a lot of rumors about Danielle Cabral right now. And that's why I wanted her to pop in here and just yeah. kind of give us her side of it. So I'm going to revisit this and see what she has to say about that. And then I will pop that up later for you guys. So just keep an eye out for it. And then getting back to what we really have going on for the rest of the week, going into December, we just kind of want to give you a breakdown because we love you guys and like to keep you posted. On Thursday, I am not going to be doing a Beverly Hills recap because Jason is driving me to the airport at three o'clock in the morning. I'm flying to Fort Lauderdale. That's my favorite task. <laughs> then I'm going to the dentist and then I am flying back and then I get back home 12 o'clock that night. 
So I'm not going to be doing any lives that day, but we'll do Anchor Watch tomorrow and then Salt Lake City on Wednesday. And then we'll be back for Hot Messy Topics on Friday. The following week, that Sunday, we fly out with our moms to go to London. So we're going to be doing a Christmas trip with our friend and our moms. And that's going to be about eight days, but we're going to live stream with another content creator while we're there. Mm -hmm. And then we're also going to be doing all the pre-records, just probably not lives that week. But a lot of members on members content. Yeah. 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 We want to take you along with our trip. I have a few surprises for our moms and for this one here. So I think it's going to be kind of fun. Yeah. Yeah. Really cool. I'm excited. Cool. I was talking to my brother last night and I, so I told him I've been waiting because our moms help us out a lot. Like whenever we travel, they watch the dogs or they come help out. And I mean, our whole family does, but we've been wanting to do this for a long time, take them on a little special trip. And if you haven't been to London around Christmas time, which Adam has not and his mom has not, it's just beautiful. It's overwhelming. So be a nice way to bring in the holidays. Let's see what some people are saying. Jeezo Pete's, you're always at the dentist. This is my last time. Um, <laughs> for now. <laughs> for now. For now. Seriously, you're flying to Fort Lauderdale. Aren't you in Miami? No. Not anymore. We are not in the state of Florida as of right now. Um, let's see what else. When? I'm in London. Uh, we will be there. When? Do we arrive the 10th or something like that? I think we arrive the 9th. The yeah. 9th? Yeah, yeah. Or... The night. Yeah. Or, I don't know. We leave a day and then we get there another day, you know? Yeah, but we're going to be there for like nine days? Ten days. Ten days. Ten days yeah. Oh, my gosh. Oh, my gosh. I hope you'll meet some of us. DM, DM us. Yeah, yeah. DM, DM us because actually there's a lot of people. And this is something I was thinking about, too. That maybe Doing like do. a meetup? Yes, because you have, there's a lot of people in London who we chat to all the time. Lots of Anchor Watch watchers and stuff like that. Oh, my God. Kind of that would like be fun. If we could plan that. I just have, we're saying right in the center of everything. We'll park our moms at the lobby bar and we'll come meet up with everybody. Pop into the Fortnum and Mason. The store is exquisite. Y'all are so oh, awesome yeah. to take the moms. That is the most precious thing I've ever heard. Can we all find a straight version of y'all? No. No, I'm just kidding. They exist. <laughs> they exist somewhere. Angie K's husband. Okay. All right. That's so stupid. That's so. All right. <laughs> clap, clap. I think we're done, Jason, are we? I think we're done. All right, guys. I I, we survived this. We've been so sick. I'm going to go chug Mucinex. Ew. Whenever I have stuff like that, it makes me want to throw up. Well, you know, like that, the liquid, whatever, do you have a pill? And I'm on a water diet, guys. Wish me luck. This is going to be fun. Three days of nothing but water. Here we go. I'll keep Why? you guys posted. Why? I don't know, but I'm going to try. I saw it on the internet. All right, guys, we love you. We will see you talk. Got to do it. You know, we will see you next time. If you are listening to this on the podcast, make sure you drop a rating, a review, something. Love you guys. Happy Monday. Bye. Bye, everyone. Seeking the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the Roaring Twenties. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games.